Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm James. Welcome back to the Sleep Pod. The podcast where I make up a boring and rambling story to help you get to sleep. I'm sorry for the delay in new content. Although boring you is my priority. I won't take things too far by explaining the delay again, but we're back up and running now. This story will be the first in a series. I'm not sure how many episodes will be in this specific run, and as is my style, I'll be playing this all by ear. Each episode will be self-contained enough that you won't have to catch up on what happened last time if you do fall asleep. After all, it doesn't really matter. Any small conflicts or issues will have been sorted out without much trouble to the protagonist and the status quo will have been restored. So sit back, lie down, Shut your eyes, dim the lights, and we'll begin with this week's story, Citrus. Ian reclined in the pilot's chair in his spaceship and let out a loud yawn. He had thought that having his own spaceship would be fun and exciting and filled with adventures. But the problem with space is that there is a lot of it. Being a breakdown recovery technician wasn't a glamorous job, but it gave him plenty of time to work on his hobbies, mainly because of the long flight times, and also because most modern spaceships were fitted with their own swarm of repair drones, and only the most 
catastrophic systems failure would disable them. He had a lot of him time. He stretched out his legs, but he couldn't get comfortable. So he got up. He checked the time and saw it was almost lunchtime anyway, so he headed to the ship's kitchen. The kitchen wasn't anything fancy. It had a well-stocked fridge and freezer for fresh food. A slightly dated but still more than adequate food replicator system. Microwave, a kettle, a panini press. One of the things that he liked to do, to fill some time but also for his own enjoyment, was to try to cook some food from scratch with the hope of emulating some of his favourite meals from back home. In the months he'd spent out in space by himself, he'd taught himself how to make a pretty decent and passable pizza. He felt more than comfortable at making a wide variety of Chinese takeaway meals. But no matter how many times he tried, he could never make a curry that tasted exactly how he wanted it to taste. That just seemed to be a mystery to him. After every failure, he would swear that next time he was back on Earth, he would visit one of his favourite curry houses and talk to the chefs, see if he could persuade any of them to impart their knowledge to him, but he kept on forgetting to do that. And in between, seeing friends and family, he just never found the time. He decided to make a sandwich. Nothing too fancy or glamorous. Ham, some cheese, and some mayonnaise. Whichever fresh salad leaves looked like they needed to be eaten first. He constructed the sandwich. Sat down at the table near the entrance to the kitchen. Sliced the sandwich in half and began eating it.
He was just about to start eating the second half of the sandwich when an alarm started going off. Ah, he thought. Finally, work. He stuffed the remainder of the sandwich into his mouth and jogged back to the helm. He slumped back into his seat, opened up the screen that displayed incoming calls, and pressed the button that answered it. Hello, this is Ian, said Ian. How can I help you? There was static on the other end. Eventually, after a moment, a voice came through the static. Hello, Ian. We're having a problem with our spaceship. Could you come and help us, please? Yes, said Ian. That is my job, so I will come and do that. Who am I speaking to? This is Peter, said the voice. I'm sending my coordinates to you now. Do you have them? Ian looked at his screen, tapped a couple of times. Yes, he said. I will be with you shortly. Thank you, said Peter. See you soon. And Ian pressed the button to end the call. He tapped a few times on the console and felt the ship lurch into a new direction. navigation system said that he would arrive in two and a half hours. Ah, thought Ian, that's good. Usually it takes me about two days to get to somebody. How fortunate for them that I was this close. He reclined in his seat again and decided to have a little sleep so he was ready and alert for when he got there. Ian woke up two hours later, checked that he was still half an hour away, which was fortunate, and got up and decided that he should probably put some fresh clothes on if he's going to be meeting actual people. It had been a few weeks. 
and he would be the first to say, sometimes he lets himself go a bit. He went to his quarters, had a quick shower, and put on some clean overalls, before heading back to the bridge. The ship was heading to a distant fleck, barely visible against the sea of blackness that was space. He pressed the communications button. Hello Peter, can you hear me? This is Ian. I am about 15 minutes away. Hello Ian, said Peter. Excellent, I shall see you soon. What do you mean? said Ian. 
Peter cackled again. I am a pirate. Ha I am here to do some piracy at you. Oh no, said Ian. Well, I don't really have anything of value here. Just a few sentimental items. Minimal food stocks. Nothing really worthy of piracy. Ah, that's where you're wrong, said Peter. I have all my guns and space lasers pointed directly at you. Okay, said Ian. So what do you want? And be specific this time, please. I want you, said Peter, to hand over all of your citrus fruits. Ian's brow furrowed. Oranges and lemons and limes, that kind of thing. Yes, said Peter. I am a pirate. And one of the risks of this lifestyle is scurvy. Even in space, in this specific year, It's relatively hard to get citrus fruit, and my diet isn't really sufficient to sustain human life. Oh, said Ian. Well, if you'd have just asked me, I'd have probably given you some lemons anyway. There's no need to point the guns and the space lasers at me. But I'm a pirate, said Peter. It's what I do. Fair enough, said Ian. What do you want me to do now? I want you to go and get. There was a pause as Peter thought. I want you to get all of your citrus fruits. Put them in a box. And send them out of the airlock towards my vessel. Okay said Ian. Shall I do that right now? Yes, please, said Peter. And then, the connection dropped. 
inside and got up out of his chair, headed back to the kitchen, found a box that would be suitable. took out handfuls of lemons and limes and oranges and a grapefruit from the fridge. He carefully put them in the box one by one until the box was more or less full. At a push, he could possibly fit a small orange in there, but it would risk squashing the other citrus fruits. He sealed the lid on the box, left the kitchen, made his way to where the airlock was situated. on the lower level of his spaceship. Ian placed the box on the floor of the airlock before stepping out and then sealing it. After a few taps on the console, one of his repair drones appeared outside of the ship, made its way to the airlock, picked up the box, and pushed it towards Peter's vessel. Ian watched it disappear out of view before heading back up to the helm. He sat back down in his chair, pressed the communications button. Hello Peter, have you got the fruit? Yes I have. Thank you. Great, said Ian. Could you stop aiming all of the weapons at me now please? And now, 
Life is just easier if I pretend to be a pirate, but don't actually do any piracy. The other pirates don't really attack other pirates that much. It's kind of an unwritten code of space piracy. Ah, said Ian. But what do you do for a living? I do a lot of freelance writing. As you know, being in space alone leaves a lot of time free. I can do freelance writing jobs whilst also pretending to be a pirate. And nobody suspects anything. It is a suitable solution to my current predicament. I see, said Ian. What kind of things do you write? Oh, said Peter, this and that. A few technical manuals for dishwashers. tourist guide for the moon. The latest thing I've wrote is a technical analysis of how to cook the perfect curry. I'm not too sure why somebody wanted this, but my client was very insistent. Oh wow, said Ian. Seeing as I've given you some fruit, would you be able to send that over? I'm quite a keen cook myself, but I am yet to perfect cooking a passable curry. Yes, that'll be fine. Ian's computer terminal chimed as a large text file was sent over from Peter. Thank you, I have it now. Not a problem, and thank you for the fruit. That's okay. Any time. Well, not any time, because I'm currently out of citrus fruit. Well, I did keep a few oranges. That's fine, said Peter. Just don't tell anybody my secret, that I'm not really a pirate. As it could be very dangerous for me. That's fine, said Ian. Consider it almost forgotten about already. Great, said Peter. Well, I'm going now, goodbye. Goodbye, said Ian. And then the connection went dead. Ian watched Peter's spaceship turn 
and slowly get smaller and smaller until it was just a speck. And then it was gone. Well, that was fun, thought Ian. At least hopefully I've got some good curry recipes from this experience. He tapped on his screen a few times and set the navigation system back to his normal route. The ship lurched and then started moving. Ian reclined his chair, stretched out and popped his feet on a console the end of this week's story. Join me again next time. And we'll see if Ian can go on another equally interesting and action-packed adventure. Thanks for listening. Sleep well. Goodbye.